that all people can find their hope in Christ. And so, in that uh, in that context, in recalling that story, we come to think of Christ with us. Uh, to tell you a little bit about where I'm coming from and where we're going over the next few minutes, um, I come from a week that had some sort of extreme highs and lows, more than it sometimes does. I'm a relatively even keel type of dude, and found that I went through a week that had some pretty significant feelings of hurt and abandonment and confusion, as well as some sort of highlight real moments, feeling accomplishment and warmth and love. And in that context, it's been wonderful for me to reflect on Christ with us and to recall that when he was with us, he... uh, on earth, he talked an incredible amount about the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven, declaring that the kingdom of God was here and is coming and also told stories and did all kinds of uh, types of teaching, illuminating that concept that the kingdom of God is here and that God, that Jesus was here ushering in the kingdom of God. In the uh, in my re- recollection and in all of our awareness, I believe we know that there have been many situations of significant violence. There's division. All of that has happened. The kingdom of, co- of God grows regardless of those divisions and works to bring reconciliation and peace. Uh, it's amazing to think where the story continues uh, in after declaring the kingdom of God is here and being misunderstood by some who thought, oh, kingdom, we get that, and here's an established power that we've been waiting for deliverance from. Uh, people thought they understood what Jesus may have been talking about when he was talking about the kingdom of God. And... Uh, they also went through some confusion and reorientation, learning that uh, Christ was in the business of turning those understandings of power and structure and oppression on its head. And that that uh, arc of story culminates in Christ taking the symbol of the cross, a huge instrument of oppression and power and coercion and through that uses it to conquer but he does it through sacrificial love through servant hearted leadership that's what the kingdom of God is about and when I think of the power that the kingdom of God has to overthrow systems like that, I get really fired up. So when I wrote that down or when I've talked about that type of thing before, I'm like, yeah, so the kingdom of God, it's like that. And um, part of this reflection comes from uh, T. 
teaching that we did last week in the small in the middle school kids group. We we're talking about the kingdom of God, and neither of the, neither of my sons or Lucia or Michelle were there. Actually, said this, but there was a bit of like a kingdom of God. Like, whoa, that's a, that's really ethereal. What's what's that about? And um, this book that we're reading that I commend to you if you have some time. It's Brian McLaren's We Make the Road by Walking. Uh, he takes a stab at recasting what we may understand or illuminating some aspects maybe of the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven. And they have been really compelling and impacting to me as I've been thinking about them over the past uh, week and a half or so. So I'm going to share those with you uh, in hopes that some aspects of that may resonate with you. And if you have spent years unpacking the kingdom of God, you're going to be like, okay, that's really elementary. Um, that's really cute, Corey. And others of you might be like, oh, wow, that is, that's something that I can hook onto. That part of God's good news, bring in the kingdom of God, I'm, that gets me fired up. That puts a spark in me and in my heart. And so uh, that's my hope, is that that will happen for you as it has for me in looking at some of these ideas. So there's a list that, Chris, you can throw up if you want, uh, just four um, bullets, four ideas of ways of thinking about this. The first is... Imagine the kingdom of God as the global commonwealth of God. It's cool to me to think about uh, not a... Div- yeah, that's all there. Wicked. <laughs> um, yeah, Brian McLaren makes his own English up sometimes. Uh, the global commonwealth of God is, is a really cool thought some of what I was already talking about, unpacking that idea that the world isn't divided up by ruled nations or even by corporations or privileged individuals. The, the kingdom of God that, is, that Jesus has ushered in is a world with enough abundance for everyone to share, and we can work towards that goal together. A related concept is the second one, God's regenerative economy kind of challenges our world based on competition and greed and extraction Christ's exhortation to us to put other people before ourselves to think uh, to think about others um, to share to be interdependent, to care for one another. I think those are radical and inspiring thoughts. Another way we could think about the kingdom of God is God's beloved community or God's holy ecosystem. Uh, A fun thought, a fun way to repack it and say, okay, well, we know that uh, 
we know that we are called to care for the world, uh, creation, care, certainly, and also care for the people around us internationally. Um, the importance of caring for the world, food, uh, sustainability, to think about how we develop and how we govern. That's kingdom of God stuff. And then, perhaps related, another way to think about the kingdom of God, God's good news to us, is he was ushering in a sustainable society. And again, a radical new vision to think of the what, what relationships look like that are sustainable relationships with our people around us, relationships certainly with the world, our investments of time, of money, God's ushering in a sustainable society, God's kingdom come. So things to chew on, things I've been chewing on. Um, as I said before, I'm hoping that thinking about the kingdom of God or these alternative ways of unpacking some aspects of it, that some of that will resonate with you and spark in you that um, passion to say, yeah, when, when I'm thinking about the good news, I want to be ready to tell people why I think there's hope in the world. Maybe some of that uh, language or the action that comes from understanding God and the kingdom of God that way will uh, will assist. So I don't know when you see those, which one might jump out to you. I'll share one aspect that has been uh, exciting for me in thinking about the idea of the common wealth of God. Uh, that gets me pumped. I think that the, that serving one another, a more interdependent, a more connected. Uh, version of our relationships is uh, just so compelling and I learned so much from uh, Jesus and his people in thinking about that um, but, and in a similar way when I think about the work being done in the world to abolish modern day slavery my spirit rises when I, when I hear those stories and, and see the work being done in that regard I get excited to reflect on the fact that God is on the side of the oppressed and that I'm called to get in on the struggle against oppressive systems. And I get excited, frankly, to think of what we can do together as a church in bringing about the kingdom of God like that. Uh, for you, it may be some other aspect, some other uh, way we're called, because we all are wired with different uh, with different passions and awarenesses. And so maybe for you it's uh, homelessness. Maybe it's creation, care. Maybe it's creating a church, welcoming to those who are marginalized other places. Maybe it's to the very old or the very young. Uh, so I'm going to uh, going to ask us to pause and 
I'm going to encourage you to turn to someone beside you and ask them, does anything there resonate more than others? What are you, what part of the kingdom of God are you passionate about? Ask your friend or the stranger near you. And, uh, let's get to, let's get to know a little bit more about what aspects of the kingdom of God breaking in, uh, those of us around are, uh, where you're sitting are keen on. So just spend like, we're not going to, it's not going to get intense, but like two minutes. Spend time to learn a bit about that. Thirty-second warning. Okay, if I can draw your attention back together. Okay, friends, here's, a, here's the thought to go on. I want to encourage you to continue to have those conversations. We're going to have time to drink coffee together and continue to talk about those things. Um, and I encourage you to do so because that's a lot of, uh, that's who we are and what we want to be about as a church is uh, living that stuff out and doing it together and you need to share that in order to be able to do that uh, Jesus uh, gave us the Lord's prayer as a way to understand some aspects of our relationship with him and a way to pray one thing that's included in that prayer is the phrase let your kingdom come that is what we are invited to pray and uh When we pray that, we're also aware that God works through us as his people. And 
my experience and the encouragement I would have for you is that that feeling of aliveness, which may or may not be a word, but I don't really care, uh, that comes in, in the moments that we want to savor in our lives often come when we are accomplishing things or resting in the, in God's uh, desire for us, and we're, and we're moving in that direction. And so I'd encourage you, as you're thinking this week, about some of those passions that you may have just been sharing or those aspects of who you are and what gets you excited about God's kingdom coming and see what you can do to take a step in that direction alone or with people around you um, this, this even this week. We're going to move into a time of communion now. Um, there's, there is a responsive reading. We often do that at communion times. We often stand. This is a longer reading than normal, so if you choose to stand, you do so knowing that you'll be standing for a bit longer than, than you may do some other times. The, the reading is uh, taken uh, from, uh, from a book of prayer and uh, focuses on uh, some aspects of the story of the Magi and uh, reflects on and prays for uh, the kingdom of God to, uh, to be breaking in as we start off this year thinking about Christ with us. And so uh, we're going to do that responsive reading. I, uh, we will be up there, so I'll read yellow, say the leader, and then... Are they in white? Yeah. Um, and so when it's done, you can feel free to have a seat. There'll be two stations... Uh, it's really simple this week. There's grape juice at both of them and allergy-friendly elements at both of them, so you don't have to choose one side or the other. But uh, there'll be servers there to offer you both the bread and the cup and uh, encourage you, if you're on this journey with us, uh, to take part in that. Okay. So, please join me in this reading. Eternal God, creator of all, savior of all, Lord of all, your love and power encompass all things and people. There is no one beyond the reach of your redeeming love. We thank you that in all countries there are witnesses to your gospel, bearing testimony through their words and actions to the good news of Jesus Christ. We thank you for your church in each place, for your spirit equipping. Empowering your people to proclaim the good news of Christ. We thank you for Christian partnership across continents and national boundaries, for those who have responded to your call to serve you in a land that is not their own. Grant that we may be worthy of this great company of saints, ready to witness and serve in the name of Jesus Christ, the light of the world. 
Lord Jesus, shed your light in the darkness of our hearts. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, open our ears to your saving love. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, open our ears to hear your living word. Lord, have mercy. Star child, wanted and welcomed by the humble, hated and hounded by power seekers, refuge and refugee, we love you. Apple of God's eye, cherished and chosen by kingdom travelers, rejected and ridiculed by the earthbound, sacred and scarred, we honor you. Light of the world, tended and treasured by the pure in heart, shadowed and shunned by the deceitful, peerless and pierced. We exalt you. Journeying God who beckons us to join you on the road, be with all your people as we set out into this new year. Give courage to the cautious, strength to the weary, vision to the short-sighted, hope to those who are broken in spirit. When we are unsure of where you're leading and cannot chart our path or progress, give us trust and a toleration of not knowing. When we are certain about the pattern of your mission, give us humility and the grace to listen and learn from each new situation. As the wise men brought gifts to the Christ child, so may we bring gifts to one another in the world. May we share material resources justly, practice fair trade, respect the earth, and exercise mutual deference. May we promote freedom of thought, speech, and worship, find opportunities for all to grow in grace and stature, take quietness with us wherever we go, and exercise mutual encouragement. May we stand in solidarity with the oppressed and suffering, weep with those who weep, lament the atrocities of history, bring balm for tomorrow, and exercise mutual love. Journeying God, help us to follow you, however risky it seems, for in you lies our ultimate security and our greatest freedom.